Welcome back to Minna Fandom. I am your co-host, Menas. My special guest today, my special guest co-host, is the host of Montante's World. He's been in studio with Kirk. He is one Michael Montante. How are you, big guy? Good, good manners. Uh, haircut looks nice. Thank you. Trim, trimmed it up a little bit. I like that good look. How's it going? Or so, what's the format look like going forward? Are you just going to be having random guests on? Or are you looking to fill that uh, that void that red left? No, it's it's just going to be random guests at the moment. Uh, rotate through. I think Jamie, my Australian uh, Minifan friend, is going to come on. You know, re- you know, about once a month. I want to get Steve Smith on the KMS Reloaded guy, oh, and then I've got the usual. So, uh, look, I'll be honest. I woke up this morning at 4 a.m. and saw that Kirk had done a free show. So I listened to it. And Sorry, a bonus show. They're all free. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he said if I could get there by 9 a.m. tomorrow, I could be in studio with him. And I did start to do the maths about, you know, can I physically oh, get on God, the plane stop, 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 and get there by 9 a.m.? But unfortunately, yeah. it's physically impossible. He's got to be careful throwing out these uh, challenges to you because you will. If it's if it's even remotely possible, you'll find a way. Absolutely. But what what, talk, what free show are you talking about? They they did a show today, a call a call in show. It was like twenty seven minutes, and they talked about oh okay um, who's coming in on Friday. And I'm curious on your view on this. Cullinane suggested he was going to get in Dana from the. Justin Carr experience, the guy that came in for a few hours. Did you oh, see him? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I was watching that. That would have been a terrible That's... idea to get Dana in because it would have been, been good. It would have been good a week after. It might have been good for ten minutes for them to call him and get his view on, you know, what he thought of being in the car with them. But other than that, what else is he going to talk about? He's probably an idiot. Well, plus, plus, Justin's not even there anymore. Who's kind of the star of the whole thing? So that's that's a really weird uh, instinct for Dave to go to with that. Mm. So then they sort of went through a few other things. I think Dave was going to get in an old radio guy, and they've landed on the KMS Reloaded guy, Steve Smith. He's going in there. So I'm oh, really good. looking forward to that. That really guy, that's a bright star right there. Okay, came out of nowhere. Within a week, mm. he just burst onto the scene. Yeah, I'm really proud of him. So let's get into taking care of business. I am actually going to rename this segment soon because this was in honour of New Hampshire cast, but considering the way mm-hmm. Clemmer's reputation has taken a massive dive in the Minifan world, I think taking care of business needs to re- be renamed. So I'll work on that. If you've got any suggestions, listeners, um, send them in. Um and, and fuck Ethan as well. You know, we didn't meet when I was in America, so fuck both of them. So this Taking is Care of Business is a very famous uh, Village People song too, right? Mm, never heard of it. Never heard of it. But John Stewart would have sent so a message. Yeah. He'll send us about 50 messages later about it. Yeah, well, um, that's, that's, you, can't, you can't avoid that. So Lauren Lynn had made a request that we do the whole show in my American accent and your Australian accent. We won't, but I'll give her a bit of a cool man. Uh, and then I've got to go into... I'm from down south, y'all. I'm from down that's south. So and I'm coming up to Boston. That's yeah. That's, so that's, I I have to be intoxicated. You you just rip it off sober. I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Maybe you'll get one by the end of the show. But my Australian accent, I can't flub it like you. I take pride in mine. That, mm. Your English accent is just American. Cool man. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Um. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> well, happy late birthday to her. And that that's what she wanted for her birthday. Well, she got it. 
Gee, God, it indeed. Um, staying on taking care of business, Kirky Walnuts reached out to me and suggested that I ask Red for his screen time figures because he claims to not have enough time for men of fandom, but he is prolific on Twitter. So I've reached out to Red. I've asked for his screen time figures. They haven't been released yet, um, but I'm still hoping that we'll get them by the next show. That's good. Well, yeah, I mean... I don't know. He he is always on Twitter. He he, he finds my timeline daily, um, and trust me, he finds. It. I'm not I'm not out there looking for red tweets, but yeah, it's bizarre. I don't know. There's there's a little more behind the scenes with what's going on with his exit from this show. You know, I know it's just he had a lot of family stuff going on, but there's a little more that you know that people think, and I don't know what it is. I don't even know if he knows what it is, but there's something there. I don't know what it is. Do you miss him? Yeah, I, I do miss him a lot. I wonder if there was some resentment towards me by Red or some envy. I don't know. I, I, I spend hours sort of trying to analyze. I'm convinced if you never came to the States, you, he would still be doing the uh, show as the co-host. Do you think I was disappointing in person? Do you think that's what it was? Do you think when he no, met me? No, not at kind of... all, but I think it's. I'm just a fan of the butterfly effect. And something about you coming to the States, it was, it was never the same between you two. What are you, what are you looking for? Uh, Blue, what are you doing? I might have to move all around and shit, later, but it's okay. Okay. Uh, what was that? No, I don't no, no, know what the hell is going on. Uh, yeah. So let's see what happens with Red. Uh, hopefully, he'll come back. Um, staying on taking care of business. I was doing some stats, and Minifandom has now overtaken Kirking Off as the most prolific uh, podcast wrap up show in the Miniverse in, ter- in terms of production. Okay. Mm. The one show that I'm excluding is DEC's The Minifan Show. That's quite a bit ahead of um, Minifandom in terms of releases. Uh, How many did he put out? He put out. Well, it's hard to tell with him because he put a lot of random stuff on his feed from other people. So he put all the other boards on his feed. He put some of my stuff. Um, But it looks like he did about 140 shows. Jesus. And I've done about 70, so I'm halfway there. There you go. Keep keep working at it. Yeah, buddy would uh, they'd be much further if you know he didn't have a crippling depression that came out of nowhere. So hope hope he's doing all right. <laughs> Same. I don't even know that's fully accurate. That's a pretty bold and bizarre thing for me to say. So I apologize, but let's move on from that. Well, that or kids. I mean, kids and depression are pretty much the same thing. So yeah, they go hand in hand. Not a big difference. So, fair. All right. Well, that was taking care of business. Let's get into show stuff. At the start of the week, it was all about Cullinane dropping the ball and not tweeting um, on their week off. What's your view on that, Mike? It did seem weird that Carl was, like, you know, bashing out tweets from his own account and then the, the KMS show account was dormant. Yeah, but in the same time, if he was, you know, firing off tweets left and right from the show account um, when they're supposed to be on vacation, you know, Kirk needs to come in and be like, you know, what the fuck are you doing putting out that much stuff? Like, relax, relax, you idiot. You know, take take your week off. Uh, that was kind of a lose-lose, and I think a lot of that Twitter stuff over the weekend was um, – you know, wrestling, like WWE era stuff. They were just kind of making content out of thin air. It was entertaining for a little bit. You know, people seemed to be into it. But um, listen, I, I don't mind killing Cullohane every every so often, but I think it's the only one who deserves it. Um, weird instinct for him to get the lashing and then, like, the next day do the exact same thing. That one's kind of on him. But the uh, the initial thing, I think, was a little overblown, but was entertaining to see. Wow. Are you okay? I mean, you just uh, are you in a bad mood about something? Are you annoyed with Cullinane? Are you annoyed with Kirk? I and mean, what's going on? No, no. I've listened to listen to the show. I'm I'm good with Cullinane. He uh over like a two, three month span, I think I texted or called him twice, never heard back. That that made me mm. very angry towards him. 
Just 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 even give me a sympathy quick answer. You may make an excuse, but no, we're we're good on that end. But no, I just you know, I'm all right. Okay. Do, do I'm, you, I'm, I've only had one drink. Maybe maybe I seem off. Give me you know a couple more minutes and I'll, I'll seem normal. Chemo <laughs> pops. Yeah, I mean that's probably uh, what it is. Because I I didn't think it was. I mean I didn't think it was WWE. I mean, you know, let's not let's not you know let's not destroy the joke here, Mike. Um, but I, I don't think it was WWE. Like I, I think Kirk was annoyed about it. So and, and I think he has well, a point. Well, with the, the changing the password and who has control now, you know. What what Cullinan should do is you can get these bits of software that automatically post for you. So you just line them up, and then when you're on a week off, it just does it for you. Maybe that's something Cullinan should do. That would be even worse. Why? Like the algorithm somehow messed up, put out a weird tweet. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that was much to do about nothing, but it was entertaining. Okay. Do you think Cullinane should delete his own Twitter? Because I think he no. should. I think he should no. fall on the sword, deactivate it, and just concentrate on the show account. No, but a lot of stuff that comes from his own Twitter is authentic, weird, and kind of makes for content. No, let him mm. – he should He should tweet more, if anything. Let, let Cullinane do what he wants. But it's and weird he, because Kirk has like 100-plus thousand followers, but KMS, the show account, only has like 30K. So – yeah, if you think that's bad, take a look at the YouTube. You know, it's it's an it's a it's a podcast that's with a good following. Everyone knows the role. When you think of the characters, you follow the characters for the characters, and when they get together a few times a week, that's when they're together. I don't know. I don't think it's one of those shows that needs to be too centric on uh, you know social media influencing. That's not them. Okay, but I think Barstool. That's Barstool. Like I think that's what. What Barstool would be looking at, they would be saying, "Okay, these are the things you need to improve. Let's they, let's get your YouTube up. Let's get your Twitter up. All that stuff." Yeah, they, they had different rules. They, okay. they, there's, there's, you know, that's just they're not like everybody else. You know, shows that don't have this cult, big of a cult following might have to rely and say, "Hey, look at our numbers." You know, Kirk can do a couple shows at the Wilbur and sold that sold out with two minutes. I think they're doing okay. Well, where are you on the whole Kelly Keggs thing and the OnlyFans stuff? I mean, you're a businessman, Mike. You know the way sales works. I mean, this is horseshit. If if Barstool's kidding themselves, thinking that it's not taking money out of their pocket. Well, this is one of the prime examples of why Portnoy has changed, and uh, this kind of really highlights it perfectly. Three years ago, four years ago, Portnoy's not standing for this shit. Um, he wouldn't care if you're a female or a male because he used to treat everybody equally. He would put his foot down. It, that would be that. It would be kiboshed. Um, But he kind of walks on eggshells now with everybody, especially females. So he pretends like he's okay with uh, the whole OnlyFans thing. But um, I think it is bullshit. I think uh, Colony's outrage on that was funny but also warranted uh and it just shows you that you know dave has changed and i don't know if he's trying to adapt to the times and it might be better uh in the long run but um no it is absolute it is absolute bullshit um i i listen if you're an ex barcel employee you could profit off their name because you're not you know collecting a paycheck from them anymore but if you're gonna be putting out horseshit content monday through friday and be in the office two days a week and then put out bikini pictures and have such weird horny barcel people taking advantage of it you know and I, I do think it's bullshit but that being said, it is a tough position for Dave to actually put his foot down. I don't know what that would look like, but I just know that four years ago that would not be still going on. Mm. Yeah, I think they should share the revenue. How, how many of those pages have you subscribed to? I know you like to. Um, well, I have a, a very, no, I have a very strict rule. If I know someone personally, I don't care if you range from a two to a ten on the on the high scale. If you're, if I know you have some nudies out there and OnlyFans is under like fifty dollars a month, I'll do a one month subscription just to 
pique my interest. But mm. now I've never met any of these women. Who, who the fuck is Kelly Keegs to me? You know, like, I don't know. I think you're kind of a weirdo if you if you listen to that just because you feel like you have some connection to her because she works for Barstool. Mm, yeah, I, I don't have an OnlyFans account, but I'm unequivocal that if certain mineral ladies started an OnlyFans account, accounts, I would be. Oh, I've, said this, I've said this in the past. They, they'd be able to buy a, a beach house. Yeah, yeah. Next to Beyond Average Mick and his father. Yeah, they'd be able to buy whatever they wanted. They'd make a lot of money. Yeah, so um, just a suggestion. Uh, you know, you're talking about um, Dave and stuff. They they seem to be quite obsessed with Kirk at the moment in Barstool. A lot of Kirk chat. Uh, where do you think that's coming from? I sort of think they're finally realizing his greatness. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the original people, all of the original Milton um, people, like Gaz, who's a gazillionaire now, doesn't really do much. They appreciate Kirk because they grew up with Kirk and they respect Kirk. And I think in a way it's kind of nostalgia because he's old school Barstool. You know, he's not the stuff that they're promoting. They promote this Caroline girl. Every fucking platform I see, she stinks. She's new. She's new Barstool. She's everything that they would have hated five years ago. Kirk is a throwback. Uh, you know, he's like mid mid. 2012 2013 when they were kind of getting off the ground kirk was doing the same thing he's still doing the same thing so i think a lot of people behind the scenes there respect that like that i want to hold on to it because once that goes new barcelona's here and old barcelona is officially dead yeah yeah and i think yeah i agree with that like i I do as i said i think portnoy looks at kirk now as what he used to be Oh yeah, he's envious. He's jealous. Yeah, he, he's very jealous. And but I just think generally, like the some of the Barstool people are starting to be a bit more playful with Kirk, um, which I like because I think it is adding to the show, the KMS show, because that's all I care about. I don't care about Barstool, but it is yeah. adding to the show to have some of this drama. Oh, for sure. And they they listen from an outside looking in. They saw you know how many eyeballs Kirk put on Alex Bennett. And she benefited from it. So they'd kind of be, uh, you know, idiots not to. The next mm. thing I want to see, I want to see Colonine or uh, Justin would have been great on one of these uh, surviving Barstool, one of these reality TV shows. That, that Just yes. on that would have, been, would have been dynamite. Absolutely. Well, why do you think he left? Uh, uh, that's a tough one, especially because he's gone radio silent. No one's heard a peep from him. I don't know that he absolutely botched the ever living hell out of that. I've heard a couple of weird conspiracies, you know, drugs in the back and his dad getting on him as a cop, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I think that's a fun little storyline, but I don't think there's much to it. I just think he handled it poorly. Uh, he was putting the lot, you know, the, the he was on, he's putting the, the light and he just wanted to get out of it for that moment. So when Kirk was like, do you want to leave? Are you done? Are you done? Inside, he's probably like, no, but he was like, I just want to get out of the situation. I don't want to battle and kind of just went with it. Do you think it's, I know I like that point about the, the dad, Justin's dad, the couple. I don't know any backstory and I don't want to talk about his family, but I think might have been that, you know, his family saw him do the sleepover in the car and they're like, what sort of fucking job have you got that you're, you know, have to spend the night in your car? And there was a bit of pressure from his family to get his life together, get a real job. Yeah, but that's not that's equally as bad as selling snow cones and you know beers at a at a golf course. Um, but no, but I, you think about you think about the generation above. You think about not us, but say our of course. parents or well, don't want don't lump us together either. Yeah, so so say my parents are really good, not, not right, yours, good, thank whatever. You. But uh, you know, if if you said to them, "I'm working in a golf stop selling stuff," they can understand that. They go, "Okay, that's a yeah, no generation is going to understand that that a car thing." 
yeah, I'm sleeping in a car for a podcast and we're streaming live. You know, that, that, they're like, okay, what the fuck is that? That's confusing. That's confusing. But when Kirk puts his nuts on the table and say, listen, I get your job at Barstool, probably making, I don't know, 55, 60 a year. You get your benefits and understand that Kirk's shelf life probably is two or three years at Barstool. And then as soon as he leaves, he can put in the good word for you. And he, you can go to Barstool in Chicago with Big Cat. Mm. You know, he fucking loves him. So it was all there for the table. I think his... uh. That was a horrific career choice. Um, I hope it works out for the best of them because I do like him. But, dude, just ride it out with Kirk. Uh, make 55, 60 a year. Keep doing what you're doing. Perfect your craft. And, you know, right, there's there's an obvious light at the end of the tunnel when Kirk leaves. Like, you you can go to probably a couple different Barcelona offices. You probably go to Miami if you wanted to. Mm. Yeah, but he botched it. He fumbled. He fumbled the bag big time. Yeah, RIP Justin Trudell. Yep. Hope his gaming's going well. Yes, same. I haven't checked out his Twitch feed, um, but I hope he's making a fortune off it. Um, what did you think of Greg Poller's final appearance on the show on Monday? He's good. Uh, I like Greg, but I think if you take away his famous sister, he's, he's you know, not much. I don't think there's much there. Credit to him for making a top 10 comedian at any point in time, even if it was in your local county. I don't think he's that interesting, but... That being said, his life story and the connect the people he's around is interesting to hear. And you could tell that that's his kind of his crutch because he, he dropped 47 celebrity names the other day because he's kind of mm. not much else there. And then when there actually is something to t- interesting to talk about, like him being plastered, he, he kind of shrivels up and kind of goes to the next thing. I like him. All that being said, I like him, but I just don't think he's as interesting, um, you know, as people may chalk him up to be. I think he's funny. He's got good timing, and I've watched some of his shows. And he's he's a clever guy. I don't think it's all just, um, you know, riding his sister's coattail. If his if his sister's never born, who, who's Greg Poller? Uh, yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> I mean, good point. nothing against them. I mean, I got a fame sister. <laughs> the, I'd probably still that, be nothing. But <laughs> the guy that got drunk at the but that's who he's. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if Poller was roofied or, or there was something slipped in his drink um because he claims to have no memory of the world will but i met him between the shows and he he was actually pretty coherent at that stage maybe he had a bit of a buzz on but he did go from that to being really wasted for the second show and he said people were giving him shots and drinks and i could just see a minute fan slipping something in it's a bit of a joke. Well, he that story did not end up with him, you know, with semen leaking out of his asshole. So I don't think he was roofie because if somebody did, I think they would finish the job. I think that's a cla- <laughs> that's just a classic story of drinking too heavily. And when you're in that element, it's fun. You're you're putting he wakes back up in a bed with you. He wakes up in a bed with be a man the next day. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a man or you know, pelt the airs on top of him, you yeah, know, getting yeah, his legs. Three of in. them. The three of oh, them. Oh, forget it. Forget about it. That's what happened. So you can rule that John out right Stewart then and filming there. it. <laughs> God, oh, God. I mean, yeah. We, listen, there could be money in this, speaking of OnlyFans. But no, I just think he, he probably didn't eat for fucking five hours and went there to have a couple pops. And next thing you know, people are buying you drinks. And once you get per- past a certain you know, threshold, you start flying them back. And next thing you know, you blacked out. I don't know. Happens. Steve Smith, host of KMS Reloaded, also one of the greatest cricketers of all time said that it is probably Greg Poller's last appearance on the main show. Do you agree? Yes. Yes. I got that vibe too. I don't think that was calculated. Like, he may be the back of his mind he's thinking, but I don't think he went in there and said, hey, listen, let me end this on a high note. So uh, anything down the road, I don't get fucking, you know, skewered for it. But 
I, he said he's gonna be back for you know for a while. You know, Kirk may only have two years left. Uh, the show could be a different, certainly different, you know, place by then. By the time he comes back to the states, I don't know. I think you know, it's probably as a gambling man, I'd probably say sixty forty. That's that's the last time you see him. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It felt to me that um, he, as you said, he was trying to kind of distance himself the show without doing it. So I think if I think he wanted to go on, pretend like everything was okay, and then just from now on politely decline any invitations and say, oh, I'm not in town for long. So I think he is distancing himself from the show, definitely, because the Mina fans are intense, you know, so I think he feels like any time he posts something now, it's going to be Mina fan stuff. Yeah, well, listen, he's a fucking huge Mina fan. I mean, the fact that he wrote that show with all the Mina fan names before I even really knew about it, it just shows you where he's at. Like I said, definitely a good guy. But, yeah, that's probably the last we see of him, although I wouldn't mind. I actually like seeing him on. I, I like I like that he goes on maybe once a month. But um, there is something to him fucking not talking loud enough. Yes, yes. He needs to work on his projection. You would think an actor would be able to project a little better. Yeah, for Maybe you sure. could talk to Amy about that when they're having sex. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't mean to, to speak out of school. I actually think she listens to this, so I'm sorry in advance. Um, was Amy, was she ever like a, a, a sex symbol? I always kind of viewed her – I'm not a big like Hollywood – I always viewed her as like more of like a comedic, more like yeah. a Maya Rudolph. Yeah, I mean I get attracted to funny women, so I think I I've never met one. But... To... Yeah. Oh, here we go. Just um, kidding. There we go. Uh, park, <laughs> uh, parks and Recreation. Um, yeah, she was cute. I mean, yeah, she's a cute – I think she's an attractive woman. But I'm attracted to successful, funny, you know. I like that sort yeah. of power woman, you know. There you go. Yeah, listen. So that's why I like Lauren because she's a powerful woman. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, was, I was like, how you right. work that into that? And you did. <laughs> All right. Um, as Kirk has been sort of needling Cull on the whole Steve Robinson returning. So as a massive right-wing nut, you must be thrilled that Steve will be in studio. I think it's next Friday, um, September 9th. And, yeah, that's going to be huge. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And it's not really like – I also like – if I get into something and the the current format that it has and I get used to it and I become a huge fan, I like that original format. So if Conane was the first ever producer of the show and then they flipped and then Steve would be producing right now, I'd probably still miss the Conane era. So, but I, I'm excited to hear a little bit of that uh, the throwback between Kirk and them and then having Dave there. And, of course, you know, Kirk's going to try to needle, like you said, at Dave and kind of use use Steve over him. And it, it, Conane knows that, but it eventually will get to him. Um, so that will no, be it's fun already to getting to him. Yeah, for sure. I, I, that's going to be great. I just hope um, now that he, Steve's going to be in Maine, it looks like, I hope Steve goes in there maybe once every five weeks. Yeah. Uh, would you like to see Steve be the producer next Friday or in the, the second chair as the co-host? Second chair. Same. Although it would be funny if he like absolutely just nailed the drops. So I would say producer because well, you could do both. It would be funny if Kirk puts Cullinane in Justin's old room off in the back and Steve's producing. So Cullinane's like way, way away. Steve's there. Yeah. Kirk's there. That's probably love the that. ideal setup. You don't, even, don't even give Dave really a mic. Let him kind of scream from the back. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a great show though. I hope that's one of those vintage shows that, you know, you see the fucking show uploaded and it's three and a half hours. You're like, good God, let's go. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm, 
you know, I don't like Steve. So, but him coming in for one show will be fun. I'm glad he's not sticking around. I'm a Cullinane guy. He's not perfect, but, uh, you know, I love him for his imperfections. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. I, I think the, as, as I see your hair, which stinks and my hair is not much better. Um, I don't, I think they're kind of blown that up way out of proportion with Cullinane's hair. Oh no, it's falling out. And um, is it? You know, yeah. And you know what's been you know what's been really confronting for me? I need reading glasses, Mike. I, I, need, I need. I've. I've. So I've never needed Oof. glasses before. So I'm balding, and I need glasses. Oof. So I've got the double whammy. Can you? Do you? I don't think I have the uh, the, the mental fortitude that to apply uh, eye lenses or contacts. Can you do that? I would just put glasses. Yeah, I'm going for glasses because I just need it for reading. Could you touch uh, your eyes though, if you had to? I could put eye drops in. I don't mind doing that, so I'm sure I'll be okay. That's, that amazes me that people could put contacts in and out like that, like super quick, like it's a NASCAR pit stop. But listen, you're getting old, manners. You know, just yep, do what I, I do. Don't don't read anything. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's not going to work for like emails. Oh, so someone stuff. so in, someone so intellectual like you, yeah, sure. No, not for re- yeah, for like reading like porn sites and stuff, like descriptions on porn. Yeah, I need my glasses. There you go. Yeah, yeah, fair, <laughs> fair. What are you What are you doing reading for work? Like work orders and stuff, like inventory. No, no, no like producing podcasts. You got to read scripts and write scripts and research and stuff. Look down where you said a couple offensive words about Asians and edit that out. Exactly. If you don't have good eyesight, you can gloss right over that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's yeah, nice that you and Clemmer's wife have a lot in common. I, I think you two are getting yeah. well. Yeah. Well, the, the only thing she has going for hers was not caught on tape. Yes, that's I true. caught myself on tape and put it out. Difference. Yeah. Dummy. Um, <laughs> this Okay. I, I want to talk about KFC, Kevin Clancy, Kevin Francis Clancy. Um, what did you think? Well, first thing is KFC had a solo show the Kevin Clancy show, and it's just mm-hmm. stopped. And I keep tweeting, Kevin, what's happening to your show? Because I quite liked it. I quite liked it. I'm really? Say it. Yep, I like Kevin. He's like a poor man's Kirk. He's like, no. he's, you know, 70% of what Kirk is, which is better than Jeez. a lot of people. And he um, he just he won't reply. So I'm figuring they looked at the numbers and there just weren't enough downloads for his show. So they, they shit-canned it. Yeah, it's probably the most realistic thing that uh, that's why that ended. Um, he also does have a lot. I'm indifferent about KFC. I think uh, I like seeing him there because he is original barstool. Um, he is definitely annoying and inconsistent, and kind of brutal. But he's also a Met fan. I'm very inconsistent about KFC, so I, I would never even consider listening to his solo show. Um, right. But he does have a lot going on, so maybe they said, "Hey, listen, you have to, to kind of hone in on three things," and maybe that got axed. Or maybe they said, hey, listen, the numbers aren't where we want them to be. Like, we'll quietly put this aside. The fact he hasn't responded to you kind of makes me think that is more realistically the uh, the reason why it's gone. Mm-hmm. So maybe oh, Mike was right. Yeah, Mike Mike may have been right. And, yeah, he gets they, – they both have a weird little trigger for each other, though. They both go super over the top when uh, they go at each other. I wonder Strange. why. I think it's because they're both really insecure. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. KFC. I think Mike's probably more secure than KFC, which is saying a lot. You know, I mean, but I don't, I don't know. Um, what was Mike KFC buried about? him? Mike buried him. I know. I heard. I heard. It. I had him. I had him on my show afterwards, like an hour after he buried oh, yeah. him. So I didn't get the same uh, 
you know, energy. But what was KFC's show about? Like, I never. What was his show about? Yeah. I only see, like, the it... One Minute Man and shit. Yeah, you know, it was like KMS. He'd just get on and shoot the shit. He had some interviews. He'd take some calls. Um, yeah, he would just go and rant and rave. Um, so, as I said, I quite huh. enjoyed it. But what, what no would you think in a bizarre world? Like, say if they started the uh, the Boston office back up, and Dave moved home, and for mm-hmm. whatever reason, KFC moved there. Do you think do you think KFC would be a knockout uh, to be in there once a week? If he was in Boston with Kirk, yeah, yeah every absolutely. Friday, KFC Fridays. Yeah, absolutely. If he was in Boston, he'd be a good offsider. I don't know if KFC would want to do it because I think there's a bit of a thing like when Kirk and KFC, uh, Kirk and KFC together, they both want to. Like be the the alpha, a bit like when me and yeah. Kirk are together. Um, <laughs> Listen, you, we we all saw your uh, performance there. You you didn't you did good. I but nailed you it. Uh, there I was not it. a uh, there was not a battle over who's the alpha there. I nailed it. Uh, absolutely nailed it. For someone with no preparation, just it couldn't have been better. Um, yeah, you haven't what, been dreaming of that for three years. Yeah, you definitely had no preparation. I had no preparation. I, I wasn't yeah, even going to turn yeah. up that day. Um, yeah. Well, what did you think of Mr. Wonderful? He was good. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of that show, but I've probably seen a couple dozen. Um, he was very good. I think he kind of started off the interview like he does a lot of interviews, maybe not canned answers, but kind of just, you know, just being very reserved. And then maybe halfway through, he, he kind of really picked up on the show, got a feel for it, and let it rip. He was good. I thought he was very good. I, I thought I wish he went on longer, to be honest with you. I and I can see him coming on again. Yes, uh, no way, absolutely not. That was Kirk said at the end. Oh, I would love to have you on again. He was like, "Yep, okay, bye." Like you've got, you've had me once. That's it. Um, yeah, I, right. I didn't, I didn't mind um, the interview, but Steve Smith from KMS Reloaded says it's the the best ever interview in show history, and I disagree with that one wholeheartedly. Oh, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, that being said, what do you think is the best interview in uh, in show history? I I thought who is who is I thought the person who was incredibly interesting was um Mariah Carey fan. Oh yeah, that was funny. That was a funny interview. Yeah. Uh, star interviews, I liked the Gilbert Godfrey interview. I liked um I did like Stevie Van Sant. I thought that was a good chat. Um so they're both oh, ahead of that one. You know what pissed off you know what I actually got really mad about um calling three weeks ago? I called him. I was yeah. at uh I was at the gym, believe it or not, and they're looking at me. I don't do much from there. I kind of just walk around and look at butts. But anyway, um, I saw Bruce Spring. I used to see Bruce surprise. all the time. I used to see Bruce all the time. I haven't seen him maybe five, six years. I saw his old trainer, who I haven't seen since then, at the gym. He recognized me. He said hi. We talked like, real quick. And I don't want to go, like, you know, speak out of context. I don't represent the Kirk Show whatsoever. I just listen to it. But I just was curious, like, hey, like, uh, I don't know, maybe just kind of just inquire about it. But I didn't want to do it. So I called him when I was at the gym. No answer from Cole, no text back. I was like, all right, whatever. Imagine yeah, right. imagine Montante is the one who, who uh, somehow got uh, drunk Bruce onto Kirk show. Yes. Would be amazing. Would be amazing. Um would you have just would you have would you have just went for it or would you respect the the boundaries and not have done that? I do not think there's any problem with asking someone on a show. They can always say no as long as you're polite and respectful. You got to shoot your shot. Yeah, maybe next time if I see him, I will. I haven't seen him since. That was probably a month back. Uh, but I was like, man, Alex, why does that guy look familiar? I was like, oh shit, that's Bruce's old personal trainer. Mm. But next time, um, 
Yeah. Um, all right. Anything you want to talk about about uh, from the show? Um. No, no. I, I, I do want to hear John Stewart back in, back in there. I'll Same. be honest. I like I John Stewart to, a lot. I tried to get him on Minna Fandom, but he's he's declined the invitation. Yep, he, he, he politely me, yeah. politely declined Montante's world as well, and sent me about forty five articles. But um, but he was nice about it. He was a gentleman about it. That's for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. How do you think our little buddy, uh, who I think has done the most for the um, the YouTube show, is just getting absolutely trolled to death online? How do you think our buddy Mick would do? Mick, I think it would, he would be great. I'd love to see him in there. I think he would be a great intern for that show, even if he's not full-time. If he's just Well, he doesn't work. And... He doesn't work anyway, so get him in there. Doesn't he have a job? No. Oh, but he should be in there. I've that said don't Mick work. would be great for that show. He's... Uh, the problem for Cullinane is pretty quickly Mick's skills would be ahead of Cullinane. So I think yeah. like that's the problem for Cullinane. With Justin, there was never any threat there. With Mick, I can see him very quickly rising in Kirk's eyes and all of a sudden Kirk's got a bit of a dilemma. Who do I keep? Yeah, but the, I think Kirk is very loyal to seniority, so I don't think Cullinane would ever have to worry about the the big uh, big bug-eyed intern uh, mm. or taking Coley's things. But, yeah, listen, they've had a lot of people. Like, get a little Mickey. He's done so much for the YouTube. Get him in there. Mm, agree. All right, last bit of show thing. We've got uh, Minifan World. We've got listener questions. We've got what are you watching. We've got tons of listener questions. But I, I just – I don't mean to criticize Kirk, but just an observation – it feels to me lately Kirk has gone into the shows a little, I wouldn't say underprepared, but there's a lot of, oh, what have you got for me, Mike? What have you got for me, Dave Cullinane? Whereas it, it is the Kirk Minahan show. So surely he should go in with lots of stuff he wants to talk about as well. But, you know, after 10, 15 minutes, he's just going, okay, what have you got, Carl? All right, what Dave, have you got, nice. Mike? All right, Dave. All right, Mike, what do you got? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, Oh, I'll tell you what. The, the I think I believe a little bias here. One of the reasons I think the the Kirk show when it's when it first started was so interesting was a I think uh, Steve was a little more driven to talk about real world stuff and could kind of bait Kirk into it. But also you had uh, Donald Trump as president. I mean he was he moved. There was the the news was, cycle yeah. was no thirty thirty five minutes in listeners. There you go thirty four twenty five. The over yeah we got there, but the news cycle was dominated by just absolutely. He was saying crazy shit. Crazy shit was going on. So there was always stuff to talk about. Nowadays, I feel like the news cycle. You know the the news lies. Everyone lies, and it's like all right. Well, one people are saying they're lying. The other ones are going along with it. Like what's next? The news is not as entertaining or easy to talk about as it was two years ago. You're a fucking idiot. I can't believe I just bring up something about Kirk dialing it in and you go, it's because Donald Trump is not president. Listen, you may not like what I said. doesn't mean it's not true. It's not true. It's not it true. Is true. It's still tough to talk about. There's still tough like what? To, like to talk. What? Like what? Well, it's Kirk's show, anything. Anything he wants to talk about. It's his show. That's what I'm saying. He shouldn't just go in there and go, okay, Carl, what do you got, Carl? What do you well, got? Well, I asked you what should he talk about. You said anything. Give me something. Anything he wants to. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, what, what does he want us to talk about? Come on. Give it to Whatever me. He, well, there's, nothing, he, what, there's nothing fucking going on there right is, now. There is. There is. Like what? Look, Give anything. Drama. Say anything one more fucking time. Say anything one more fucking time. Nothing's going on. Drama, TV shows, like life issues. Blurting out random things. Eminem. He doesn't want to talk about Trump. It's not the Jerry Callahan show. 
but that you should talk about because it dominated the news and it was fucking interesting. Now nothing's going on. Biden's thinks everyone knows what's next. But the fucking uh, right wing nuts are talking about Biden every day. There's always something to talk. Even about. I'm kind of tired of it. It is what it is. Kurt, well, Donald the Donnie was interesting. He moved the needle. Look at CNN's ratings. A gazillion times higher under Donnie. People were dialed in. Life was more interesting three years ago. That's just the fact. You Life may not was like more it. interesting three years ago. It's just a wild take. I mean, I, I just think Kirk's just been dialing it in in some ways. Like, I know he's busy, but just come in with some material, like whatever it is. He can, he can talk about whatever. Say. What? Anything, as you would say. Yeah, anything. Yes, because it's his fucking show. So if, it could be some shitty barstool issue. It could be some, you know, hairdressing story. It could be. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take it back. I'll take it back off your your L of a, of a back and forth where I just dominated you because the world was more interesting three years ago. How glad are we that the that, that thing died a peaceful, <sighs> quiet death of the meta fans across America? What the fuck? Oh, yes. That? I mean, what yes. planet? Yes. What plan uh, was that a good idea? <laughs> and that's where you know, by the way, for, if you're Kirk, you have way too many yes men around you because Steve probably been like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But everyone's like, "Oh, that's that's interesting." Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll work on that. Where a person like, "Listen, Kirk, I love you. We can try to do it. It's your show, but that's a fucking horrible idea." Mm. It's weird because Kirk doesn't have many bad ideas, but that was a fucking stinker. And, oh. and I'm not one to like psychoanalyze or anything, but it, it felt like he was just on a bit of a high that day and thought, let's do something really wild and didn't really think it through. Yeah, In his defense, what other podcasts could do that, but no podcast could do that. If the walk was from, uh, say, what's the stupid, the Madawaska to Key West, that's possible. That is possible because you're not going through thousands of miles where nobody lives. That's mm. actually possible. Is it interesting? Probably not. I don't think the, the concept is that interesting, but it's actually logistically feasible to walk through like the, the Great Plains and everything. That was so insane. It just nuts. I mean, <laughs> Boston to New York would have been better. You know, uh, you know, Watertown to the Barstool Studio, something. Um, but wild, wildly out there and we'll never see it happen what what do you think is uh a better idea and this is not a good idea either but what would you think it would be a better idea a uh where he just gets maybe just an empty field and does a a kms flea market for a day and ends with a show or the walk across america the first one would be much better. That's the canvas flea market, a weirdo just selling weird stuff. Yes, and a festival. You know, you'd have the weed guys peddling all their stuff that they yeah. got at home. You'd have, yeah, absolutely. You'd have Gig and Tony, like, selling handmade stuff that they've manufactured. Bio dude probably a- selling homemade dolls or something, something real weird. I would love that. I would love a whole Minifan festival, you know, and then you have the tables, you know, you'd have the Minifandom table where I'd be like taking selfies with all the fans. I um, love that idea. All right, we have a lot to get through, so let's get into the Minifan world segment. Uh, RIP GVE. I broke the news on the last Minifandom, but GVE has folded. Uh, they've destroyed itself. No one is sad about it. No. A lot of people are sad that it actually went all that long. I think we all were. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just happy for John that he can finally have a normal life. It doesn't involve going live every night with Jay. Um, well, he, I did a lot of solo shows where he was just doing nothing. 
Carter. John. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like, know. Hey, Carm, Carm, is the pizza here yet? No. Then he just smoke a cigarette. You're like, what am I? What? First off, why am I watching? Yes. But second off, what am I watching? I would never watch, but I would, would jump on sometimes to many of the mindless. Um, <laughs> KMS Reloaded. There's lots of questions about KMS Reloaded Reloaded in the, the question segment, but I'm really happy we've got another wrap-up show because I can listen to it. So I like Steve Smith. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't want to criticise. He does a good job. He has hot takes. I don't think he needs to sit on a beach and be in 4K. No, no. Now he now he has to. Well, now he has to. He set the yeah. Set he set the, the precedent pretty fucking high. Now you can't you can't back down from that. If he did the first one like that and then change it, maybe he's okay. He did two like that. He, he fucked himself. He's he's mm. toast. Yeah, there is no a consistent theme where Dave Cullinane forgets to post fan content. I will say, even though Steve fucking hated me, he never forgot to post anything. I would deliver something to him by Dropbox. It would go up. Probably wouldn't reply to me because we hated each other, but it was always done. Cullinane consistently forgets about fan shows. He forgot about Reloaded. He forgets about All Aboard. He forgets about BAP. He just forgets to upload it. And then you're watching a reaction show a week after you're supposed to watch it. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, the thing is wrong with the uh, the YouTube right now and all this, and I think, you know, David's why he's so in the middle about it. It's just they're, they're like half pregnant. Um, you mm. got to be either all in or all out. Like, just just do away with it, or let's get a steady schedule. Let's go. You know, like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm knocking off my headset. You got people like uh, Beyond Average Mick who are doing it out there into the ether. Um, there's multiple people that would join. We have gambling. There should be a gambling show. There could be a normal, easy schedule. Even GVE. Even, listen, throw everything on there. I think that YouTube could be great. But right now, there's there's this awkward limbo, so that's why Dave doesn't go all the way in on it. He maybe forgets things on purpose, but they got to make a decision one way or the other. Because right now, the way it's going is just kind of just a dead duck. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was disgusted by the advice Dave Cullinan gave to the host of KMS Reloaded about women, the five Fs. You know, find them, French them, figure them, fuck them, forget them. That wasn't very like Cullinan shouldn't have done that. It's disgusting. Uh, it made me laugh, and I, I don't think that was, that was ever said, which makes that even funnier. Um, okay. You think it's fabricated? Yeah, of course. It's hilarious, though. It's still funny. Interesting, yeah. It's still funny. A little pervy colleague would say that. I don't think Dave's yeah. great enough to say that. Um, interesting. That made me laugh, though. That was a great line. Oh, Steve Smith's had a few great lines already. Um, how much? So, if, if, if his average show is 40 minutes, how much time goes into it? They're like 20 he, minutes. Okay, 20 minutes. How much time goes into it? Like editing well, and... Well, he says he drives an hour and a half to get to that beach. So, right, so, so that's, that's three hours right there. Yep. And then editing, probably another two? No, I would say because it's just one camera and he's just doing the quick cuts, you'll probably do that pretty quickly. But then because it's 4K... He cuts it up you, a lot, man. Yeah, and if you're using Premiere Pro to export it, that's going to take an hour. It could be like a five-hour, six-hour. That's unbelievable. Job. Yeah, that is unbelievable. Imagine like walking, like like walking your dog and going past the, this man sitting on the beach talking about God knows what with his like scrotum sack hanging out. For yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a he. He looks like a more normal-looking uh, blind Mike's daddy. I don't know. That's God. God bless him. Where does? So where is that show? Where's that? Where is that beach? 
Not that sure, meme? but apparently, yeah, apparently he lives in Maine. Okay, I think, and he's so he's driving down. For, I think the most eccentric fans live in Maine. A lot of Mina fans live in Maine. Yeah, the most I'll beautiful t- Mina fan lives in Maine. Yeah, Tim is handsome. I'll give you that. <laughs> um, staying on the Mina fan world stuff, Montante's world has had some great guests lately. Mike, you had Jeff Nadu last time, and before that, you had Blind Mike. Um, yeah, well done. I, I thought the Blind Mike chat was nice. Yeah, it took him a little while to get. I mean, I said a couple of things that just went directly over his head because he doesn't know me at all. So when I'm, when I'm making jokes about KFC, he's probably, what the fuck? When I said KFC was the original Wallow and Gilly, uh, I'm making a joke because Kevin used to dress like he was black and act like he was black. That went directly <laughs> over his head. I don't know if that's problematic to say in 2022. I think I said it as gently as I could. Um, but no, it, it, it heated up at the end. I was, I was also intrigued about the, I don't know what the street team is. Like, we don't, I don't know. Maybe we do have street teams like ESPN New York. I just never have seen them or understood it. So I was very interested to see how does a blind go, blind guy go from the street team to on air. Like that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Um, yeah. but no, I, Nadu has been on like 14 times. Um, Nadu in the beginning did numbers and then he kind of just fell off because people are sick of listening to Nadu, but I like Jeff. But no, Montante's world is, is still going, still going strong. Yeah, somehow. well done. How many episodes have you got? Ninety-seven will be the next. Oh, congratulations! Hope Thank you me. make it to a hundred. Yeah, look, Mike was good. I would have preferred more sort of KMS stuff, you know, less crypto and his career stuff. But it was interesting, and uh, like the thing is, like people like to make fun of those more serious type interviews, but they are good in the right context to just learn a bit more background about people um but but it's sort of different to the sort of usual character of a lot of the shows that go on yeah and like so montani's world definitely is like a, a kirk show that like 99.9 of my audience comes from there so i will always touch on it because i am i love kirk show but i also want to get to know like the, the character behind it even if it's a kevin from bristol you know i want to hear him mm-hmm. tell me about how he compares his basketball game in a serious way to like a hall of famer you know i like hearing about the the character behind the character so um where your show is a little more definitely more show centric you know yeah that's so, what we basically talk about yeah for sure because you also have a cricket podcast uh you got you got a lot of yeah. things going on uh that's true. i don't know if you guys yeah. ever heard it, a, a podcast about carnival horror stories mm, yeah fair you guys we give that one to listen to yeah it's doing really well doing really well um yeah, Nadu was good too. I enjoyed him. Like the only time I've ever spoken to him was he once called into Gathering of the Goats and me and I remember that when you had to- yelling at him. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild. That was a wild clip. That was awesome. But I actually I- quite liked him uh, on the latest show, and I hope Rico's not listening. But I came across as a a, a mature guy. He seems like he sort of settled down a bit. Yeah, no, for sure. And he was back at Barcel today doing his little his little thing. Uh, he had a very funny encounter today with him and uh, Brandon Walker. Okay. Um, did you see that? No. So Jeff went live sleep. at uh, he went live at noon. So yeah, so you're definitely sleeping. Um, and Jeff was just like doing like a, a, a Twitter space about college football. But twelve o'clock is when um the gambling show for Barcelona like goes live. Uh, Pick Central. I guess at one point, probably a point out to them that Jeff maybe had like 160 people tuning in and uh, Barcelona pick them or whatever the, 
whatever it is, maybe had like half of that. So Brandon went in there was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like uh, Jeff was like, oh, I'm talking about like college football. Like, what's going on? Like, what, what's your issue? Like, I'm doing my thing. Very funny. I think it was actually an innocent done by Jeff, but uh, innocent thing done by Jeff. But it was just funny to see uh, Brandon and him interact. I can't. That's the one guy I can't put my finger on is Brandon Walker. How much of it is it an act? How how much is he in on it? Oh, he's a fucking douchebag. The fact that he's blocked all the minute fans because he's a sensitive little prick. Fuck he him. unblocked me out of nowhere last week. Ah. Stay down in South, the dickhead. Um, dickhead, yeah. Yeah, he's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. Would you like cool, to see him in there? Cool man. Cool man. Cool man. <laughs> uh, all right, Brandon. Yeah, I can't. I'm not. I'm not drunk enough yet. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> I got. I got. I don't want to ruin my I'm, reputation. Would you like to see him in there like, in a bizarre world, like for a couple shows? Do you think he'd be good? Just on once, that? just once. Let's get him in there once and see what happens. That's my. How thing. about? Do you think my boy, uh, the funniest guy at Barstool, hands down? Shout out to Pat. Uh, like I said, he made something out of Pat. But Joey Camasta, Joey Camasta in there would be <laughs> fantastic. I'd, I'd be great. Uh, I think there's a side of you that would like to get down and dirty with Joey as well. I think there's just a he's a handsome, of... he's a handsome Italian. Yeah, guy. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. There I you actually have haven't it. heard much. I haven't heard much of his stuff, but I he Do was very favorite. funny at Rough and Listen, Rowdy. listen to Out and About. You, I mean, I've, got, I've subscribed to it since I've, since fucking, you recommended it. I subscribed to it. You will absolutely listen to when it's just them to it. They're like a lot of shows, which I think is like really shows how good a show is that when they actually have a guest in, it ruins it. Hmm. You know, because you're going to hear that the two co-hosts just riff off each other. You'll like that show a lot. And also, Stu is a lot to deal with. And if it's a disaster, it's a disaster. I would like to see Mr. Finer in there once, too. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him in there. I don't know much about him, but he's wild. Barstool Pick'em is a good show. Like, I'm not into college football. So well, they, they don't talk about college football. No, they just shoot the shit. Um, and I didn't listen to the whole show, but... I think it, who is it? It's Big Cat, Dave Portnoy, and Enrico. Um, Rico. Yep. And Rico's just sitting there, dumb silence, this last two shows. I don't know what's going on there. Um, and there's just a very funny, dramatic element to the show, which I'm really enjoying, even though I really couldn't give a shit about their picks. Yeah, well, those, those, both those guys know Rico inside and out. They know how his brain works before Rico knows how his brain works. And they they know the line, and they they toy with it, and they play with his brain. It's one of the funniest shows. Some of the funniest podcasting I ever heard. It comes from Barstool Pick'em, where Rico's going nuts. They they send him to, they bring him back down to earth. Uh, he stormed off a couple times. Fantastic show. Mm. I'm glad it's back. But they keep alluding to that. This is the last one. I think uh, Rico, and the other one is Terry. He may go back to being a firefighter. That's kind of the the chatter that's going on in the Barstool offense. They kind of hinted he towards might that. Quit. Yeah, he, he said a couple times he got angry. Three months, three months, three months is alluding to when his contract is up. And he his uh, his dad's pretty high up, I believe, um, at the wow. FDNY. So I think he's going to go back to being a firefighter. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe, maybe he'll go on Mike Cologne's show. How is he, by? I, I like him. I mean, I don't know how he is, but he interviews firefighters and policemen almost every day on YouTube. So. Uh, this is going to be rude. I do not mean it to be rude. I think everybody knows the answer. Is he on the spectrum? Uh, I didn't get that feeling from him, um, but I, we only met online. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if you're that into like the firefighters or something, like you're either like a little kid, or you're, you're a spectrum duck. Yeah. I'm, Which there's nothing not sure. wrong with. I'm not sure, but 90% of Minna fans are on the spectrum. So it oh, surprise me. Yeah, or just straight up D syndrome. Yeah, I agree. All right, last Minna fan world stuff. Then we'll get into these 
many, many listener questions. Um, just um, Sigmund Freudehand and BioDude are still doing their book review and wrap-up show. On the latest show, I don't think they did a book review. It was just an hour and 20 minutes of KMS chat. It is by no means good. Um, oh, well, but, that's that's Ziggy's fault. Yeah, but, you know, I am very happy that KMS Reloaded has launched, that uh, this show has launched with Sig and James. I, I want a thriving Minifan content community. And I sort of look around and I think we're sort of getting there. You know, there's Montante's World. Um, there's those shows. There's BAP. Like there's more and more stuff um, popping up, which is um, good for me. A lot pop up, a lot will also go away really quick. Um, I think when it comes to this world, a lot of people are interesting. Listen, if you're going to go on and then make quote unquote content, for the most part, mm. I will find it interesting, whether it's better, 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 good. Um, I think there's something about Bio Dude that makes him, he could talk about it, he could learn Swahili and speak it in a podcast. I, I would watch. There's something about him really? that draws me in. I, I think he's incredibly interesting. Um, so I think mm. we need way more Bio Dude. And he needs to find a, like an actual co-host if that's what he wants to do to make him continue to do stuff because people keep flailing away on him. Yeah, I'll tell I you what. About no, no, I'll tell you what. Get rid of uh, mix boring cousin and get Bio Dude in there. He should be the second part of BAP. In all seriousness. So you, oh, this is a big call. So Mike Montante, special guest on Minifandom, is proposing a merging of the 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 Sigma Ziggy. Bio Dude Show and BAP. It's a, it's well, a no, call. no Siggy. Give give Siggy and Christian their own. Uh, yeah. Give them give them two cups of the string in it. Let them yeah, talk and no one listens. And then, yep. but give the good equipment um, that Mick's dad bought to to uh, to Mick and to Bio Dude and let them do an actual show. I think it would be very good. I think I think with a normal partner that he gets used to, and I, I say partner, I don't mean that the, the wrong way with him because he comes kind of comes off as a little flamboyant, but. I think BioDude is un, <laughs> unbelievable. We need more BioDude on a, on a consistent level. He's okay. a he's a superstar. I would love to see him in there on Fridays. More BioDude, more Absolutely. Steve Smith. All right, let's get on to listener questions. An absolute cavalcade of responses from the fantastic uh, Minna fans. Also, two reviews. So I'll read the reviews out first. This is from Mandy Lou. Best wrap-up show in the biz, five stars. Keep them coming, Menas. Thank you, Mandy. Oh, judging by Mandy's last name, I don't want to comment on this. Why? Keep going. There's one right over your head. Keep going. Carry on. Next one. All right. And Menas is the man. No. Five stars. That was by Rick. Thank you, Rick. So two five-star reviews since the last show. If you leave a review, I will read it out. So thank you. For good or, for good right. or worse? Yeah, absolutely. I've read out the shitty ones. I read out yours where you left the one-star review. Um, (laughs) All right. Let's get into the questions. This is from uh, my old co-host, Red. Do you find it odd that Greg Poehler can fly from Europe to Massachusetts, drop his son off at school, do the show, and then fly out to LA for work and then fly back home but others can't do KMS because of a Celtics game the night before. Wow. What I like about my guy Red is he really brings up the current issues. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So a lot to be said there. First off, Greg Poehler is a, is a great liberal. <laughs> uh, his carbon footprint's looking really good right there, you idiot. Um, so good for him. Um, second thing is, yeah, I mean, 
that whole thing everyone has been rehashed a thousand times um he was already checked out at that point but chris didn't is not a is a, not a full-blown adult he didn't have the uh the fortitude to quit like uh, an adult so he kind of tried to appease everybody but no that's an interesting thing by red who is never interesting uh but yeah no let's let's focus more on that that that's the how much flying polars does he really care about the earth i mean is your career really that important well, he's flying commercially. He's not flying a private. I don't ship. care what he's flying. He's still flying, right? Does that that, that plane use uh, solar power or does it use fuel? Okay. Well, keep your keep your assets. We're not going politi- to politicize this. It's not Montana. Okay. Well, I next did. Question. Oh, I hijacked it. Okay. All right. Speaking of airplanes, hijacking. All right. This next question is from Nipples Gearhead Mike. Okay. Is this the one true wrap-up show referring to Mina Fandom? I don't yeah. think it's – yeah, I, I would say so, but I don't think the title is important to me. Um, as I've said many, many times, I want other shows so I have a wrap-up show to listen to. So um, it's up to you to judge uh, listeners, which is the one true wrap-up so, show. Uh, he asks it's the most episodes. As I said before, um, I think yeah. the Minifan show still has them. Yeah. Yeah, well, we hope we hope Buddy's doing well um, when it comes to Kirk and off. Uh, Augustus, we don't really care too much about. Would you say that your show right now is the biggest and most listened to? Is there are there any other Barstool wrap up shows on on their platform? Like, is there like a part of my take wrap up show? Like, I don't think I don't know. so. I'm no idea. Never looked into it. Um, Nipples does make a claim here that <laughs> I only direct the hard hitting questions. I I have hard hitting questions, except when there are mina ladies on the show. Do you think I give the mina ladies a bit of a, a free pass? Um, I don't really listen to your show. Okay, great. Well, next question. Uh, this is from uh, Lauren. No, no, no. You want me to lie? No, no I okay. think you're very. I think you're very fair with both men. I don't think you really see gender, so I think you do a great job on your show with that. Okay, so someone who doesn't listen to the show. Uh, this is from Lauren Lynn. Can you please do the episode in the southern accent and have Mike do it in his Australian accent? No, we've tried. We've tried. He's not drunk enough. Lauren, uh, get it. Is- Lauren, get it. Not happening. Not tonight. Yeah, see, no, I'm not there. Uh, Lauren, I'm sorry. Happy birthday. <laughs> I'm not there yet. It came back to me in two hours. I'd be there, but he got you got me right after work. So believe it or not, yeah. I do not drink at work. So I'm, I'm not ready to go after that. Not sure yet, you least. don't. Um, from John Stewart, <laughs> this is just not a – well, this is a question. You might know this one. Were yeah, the Madden, hot, yes. Were the Madden codes stored at Mar-a-Lago? Uh, as you said earlier, I don't want to get into politics. Okay. From Wagon, Chuck Wagon, what uh, are men speak, as Speaking of drunk. Yes. Yeah, um, so after, we- after I saw you go on with Chuck Wagon to Chuck Wagon to answer that in his – it's uh, I think it's dad and owner. So you, you absolutely own that fucking idiot. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, I prefer they, them for me uh, in future. Um, well, the nipple rings really confuse people, so you actually may need pronouns. Indeed. Proud of it. Okay, this is from Andy Mayo. Is it just uh, me or is it really lame that Clemmer hasn't even actually played Texas Poop Hold'em since getting hired? It's just him. Yeah, he did proudly, um, you know, tell everyone he took his first shit in the office when he did. So, well, if you notice, there's a trend about Clemmer. He will, if he'll see something that goes viral, and then he'll piggyback off it. He has no original thoughts. It's he, you know, 
F minus for his his first couple months of Barstool, which I predicted to a T. I never said it'd be good, but yeah, not great, man. Have an original thought and actually follow through with it for once. How many how many games has the, the Mariners played? Like thirty seven. Like, dude, do something and see it through. Yeah, and yeah, I agree with you, Andy. He should have played it at least once. All right. Um... <laughs> this is from John Stewart. Who oh, is in your dream crew, oh boy. inclusive of Minifans, Mincells, everybody, also Big Cat, for Vegas or Dubai? I mean, I think I'll leave that. This is a Montana's world question, but. I would love to go to Vegas with you and uh, Dava. Would you partake in illegal activities or? Illegal? Yeah. Like what? You know, yes, yes, I would. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, can we make absolutely. that happen? I this is a dumb question. So this is a real. I should know this. Would it be longer for you to fly into New York City or to to California, like California or, or Vegas? Yes. Yeah, so the way it works is you fly. Into ah, okay, I, I didn't need this mean ass. Oh, so okay, you're actually being nice about it. Yeah, so Vegas would be closer for you. Yeah. Absolutely, you fly into LA and then it's what a dry six hour drive. Why don't there. they do a KMS show from the Bellagio, wherever the mass shooting was? That would be fun. Or could you imagine a KMS weekend in fucking Vegas? Because I've always wanted or a live. If he did a live show in LA, it's just one flight for me, so I would definitely go. Oh, that'd be awesome! But yeah, that'd be a great weekend. Imagine the boys out there. Would you gamble? Oh, yeah, perhaps. Me, you, Everything. and Dave on the craft I like table. Bla- I like blackjack. I like roulette. Um, you would have been proud of me. I went on a hot streak on hot streak on cricket gambling last week. There you go. Um, all right. Next question from Boomer Wells: Was your life's peak the U.S. Sorry, the Wilbur Show U.S. tour? Boomer, it wasn't my life's peak, but I had a really good holiday and. The Minna fans made it a very special occasion. I think he's having a dig at me there, but I'll, I'll let it go. Yeah, no. Take the high road. That's nice of you. Out of the closet, Cully. Cully, this is for you. When am I coming on Montante's world? Stay tuned out of the closet, Cully. Okay. Maybe one of Can these I just days. Ask, why don't you listen to this show? Sorry, just just hit me. Why don't you listen I to listen this show? to maybe three podcasts. If, if you ask me my top five favorite podcasts that are out there, um, I only listen to the first two, and then I fill in time between three and five. It's nothing personal. Uh, I would never listen to Montante's World if it, you know if I wasn't talking on it. Um, it's nothing personal. Um, if I if, if put put it this way, if I was a truck driver and I was driving, you know, eighty hours a week, I would listen. I would have listened to every second of your content. Fair enough. Okay, well that's nice of you. I've I know you watch a lot of sport, and I've I get so annoyed with commentary on the sport now. I will listen to a podcast and just have the TV on low. So that might be a good way to watch Minif- listen to Minna Fandom while you got a game. Well, on. I also, if I'm if I'm watching the sport now, when I was a little kid, I I love sports. I I even when I was little, I used to go into school and talk about sports. But now I've kind of conjoined my two favorite things, which is gambling and sports. Mm-hmm. And I like to pretend that I'm there, so I will close all the blinds and I will have the TV at full blast, like I'm in the stadium. So I can't listen to anything okay. else about what's going on. Fair enough. Let Next question. This is from Red for you. Oh, a- Asian thought, thoughts. Um, can we bleep, bleep stuff out? Uh, no, I would not say anything. Oh, okay, let's go to the next question. Yeah, no, no, next, right. next question. Tony Cass. Oh, John, another one. Featherston, John Featherston deleted his Twitter account 
any chance Montante is considering doing the same? Um, if if Twitter deletes my fifth Twitter account, I think that would be it. So give give it a couple months. I'll, I'll be gone too, Tony. Don't worry. <laughs> it, I can't keep up with your Twitter accounts. So I'll I'll just say, oh yeah, it's a new one. Oh, it's a new one. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, exactly. That's all you can do. Tim in Canton. Um, when are you having KMS Reloaded on, Steve Smith? I haven't uh, asked Steve on yet, but I plan to get him on soon, especially now that he's going into the, the main show studio. It would be a great time to get him on. Yeah, he's – I got news for you. I don't think that his uh, his fame is going anywhere. I think this is just the beginning of him. Um, so I'll get him on, and I'll try to have him a couple of times. I think that guy's great. Mm, good. Um, Uncle Barry. Would you move to the States to edge out Cullohane as producer? Barry, yes, I would. I, w- I would have said no to that question. <laughs> if you said no, I was going to jump down your throat, you fucking liar. But Six months ago, I would have said no. But now that I've – Montante's going to go and get a drink, so I'll just keep talking. Um, while – now that I've met Kirk and I've seen the team and I've met all the Minna fans – I would absolutely do that. And I'm, a, I'm actually considering going in the um, green card lotto. Um, so I'm going to submit myself into the green card lotto and hopefully my number gets pulled out. And then they don't even have to sort a visa out. It's just a question. Is there, is there a number that you would um, float my way? If you gave me $25,000, I would legally be married to you for a year to get you here. Okay, great. Do you have that kind of cash? Uh, yeah, but I'm just not sure. I mean, I'm married already, so it's going to cause a problem. That works. Still. I mean, this is not, this is not an interesting topic. Is that is that a travel from country to country? If you're married legally in Australia, are you legally married here? Yes. Yep. Huh. Unfortunately. I mean, I tried to tell Lauren it didn't matter, but didn't work. I mean, you're creeping me out at this point. So let's let's try to move on to the next one. So, yes, I would. Um, I think Cullinane's doing a great job, but anything for Kirk. Tim in Canton, what time is it there? It is 9.33 a.m. <laughs> oh, no. Friday morning. What time is it where you are, Mike? Uh, 7.33 uh, p.m. And West Virginia is moving the ball. First quarter. Has it already started? Yeah, have I? I, I is my mistake. Um, I thought the game started at seven thirty. Actually, started at seven, but I haven't missed much. So let, let's finish strong. I got plenty of time. Yeah, great, good. So for those listening, Mike's watching the the sport, which I'm not surprised. Um, this is from John Stewart. Uh, is beyond average Mick cuter mm. than Ned Snark? Oh, you, you know what's great about this is I answered it. And you're like, wait for the show, like, dude. I know how the format works, but if you give me something that egregious, I'm, I have to put an end to it right then and there. Ned is one of the more handsome people that I've ever met. Minifan, well, obviously, Minifans, forget about it. He's a goddess. Build the statue tomorrow. Um, but overall, he's just a very good-looking guy. Mick is a little raccoon. No, Mick is way cuter. Mick's what? got that little cuddly feeling, you know, look about him. You like, see Mick Ned's- out in daylight, you might think you have fucking rabies. Like, stay yeah, away. Look, I, haven't, I haven't met Ned in person. because Well, he, that's why you're saying this. He didn't come to the Wilbur because he's not a huge fan of KMS anymore. But um, <laughs> he's not fair. Um, but he does look devilishly handsome and sexy and uh, all those his, things. His think, voice is what does it. Well, uh, sounds like you're hooked in. But I think oh, Mick's yeah. got a kind of cute, cuddly element to him, a bit like I've got. I don't. I don't know. I, I think okay. Natty. Think of Natty. Think of like uh, no, no. I'm, let me let me carry it. Twenty year old jeans. You know, maybe smell a little siggy. You think of uh, Mick, he's got like, you know, 
he's got what are those uh, pajama pants on in the middle of the day? He's kind of just lazy. Give me a hot, give me a man's man in Ned. That's what I'm looking right. for. When I'm I trying to get that. dick down, give me a man's man with a deep yeah. voice. Yeah, I'd like someone small who I could dominate. <laughs> okay, um, so we're getting to the why we're picking our choices here. Okay, fair. Yeah, absolutely. All right, <laughs> yelling manners. Does manners have any plans to off the KMS reloaded guy? That's crossed your mind, be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, but as I've said, if he before, becomes too successful, he's, he's yeah. Still- at the moment, he's fine because I <laughs> don't feel threatened by him. But if 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 things you know, if all of a sudden he's recording with Red in Maine and they're doing live shows together, you know, things could take a nasty turn. Yeah, fair. Uh, Ned Snark. Uh, okay, this is a good one. The Finnish PM is she a nine or a ten? Have you seen her? Come on. Um- Given her role and her position, uh, she's a 10. But if you were just to see her out on a Friday night, she's a hard 8.3, but she still would do it for you. But the fact that she's a politician, um, forget about it. She's a, she's a, she's a rocket. She's a sexual Agreed. deviant too. You can tell. Yeah, I reckon her and a partner in some open relationship. So, yeah, awesome. I'm a 10 for that one. Suburban tug time. Now, this is a good question. What do you think of what hmm, I wish people can't, most of these are written wrong. So I have to translate them into English. What do you think of the conspiracy theory that the plan has always been for Steve to come back when he was ready? And this Cully bashing is just hmm, kayfabe. What does that mean? Kayfabe prepping for the switch. Kirk. Kirk, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, just bashing. He's just prepping for the switch. What do you think? No, I mean, I just think I think things kind of rolled out where they can kind of bring it back in casually. Um, I think Steve's that was not that was not uh, you know fake at all. Uh, no, I mean it's it's just it's a fun little thought, but no shot to it. No shot to it. But of course, Kirk is playing Carl versus um, Steve. I mean, he does that for everybody. He'd be a bad host not to. Yeah. And there is also something where I do think Cull does feel very insecure around Steve and does feel inferior. So Kirk doesn't have to push much to bring that to the surface. Yeah. No, I I, I think so. I, I want to ask something kind of off, off base. If you uh, abducted Colony and you gave him truth serum and you asked him a question straight up, would you rather be the full-time producer for the next 10 years of uh, Spitting Chicklets or the next five years of Kirk? What do you think you'd say? Spitting Chicklets, 100%. Why can't he admit that then? Because he knows as soon as he lets that out once. It's over? He never put it, he never put it back in the bag. Do you think Kirk would almost respect it if he said that or he'd just murder him for it? Murder him. Like, you might even tell him to fuck off. All right, see ya. But All I, right, I yeah, do Mike, think- Mike, call Justin. Mike, call Justin. You're gone. All right, Steve, Steve, yeah. thanks. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he'd, he'd be <laughs> the new Chris Clemmer. That's the new fair. Chris that's Klemmer. fair. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. It would be really funny if Spinning Chicklets start, start advertising for producer and Cullinane just sort of says to Kirk, can I apply? <laughs> After all these denials. If, if, if that ever happens, I would I would apply for Cullinane I think I have all his info. And I'll try to just create that uh, issue for him. Yeah, is is Cullinan a big hockey guy though? Like I don't, I know yeah, he, he must be. He must, he must be. Um, 
Thank God, which I which I like about Americans, they only talk about like hockey for like two months out of the year. Mm-hmm. But I think he is a he he's been like a fan of theirs for a while, so I think he is a hockey guy. Fair enough. All right, last set of questions because Ted Sarandis always Ugh. throws in a few. There's one here for you. Ugh. Okay, best co-host in the post red era. Good question, Ted. I don't like to play favorites, and all the people that have come on have been fantastic. But I'll say my my guy Mayo uh, is my favorite uh, offsider. I just think we are a great fit. You know, if, if Red's not around, Mayo's my second. Why don't you make him the permanent then? He has declined that offer. <laughs> what is that guy doing? I, I okay, so I think for him, and it is true, the more he talks about KMS, the more likely he's going to say something really stupid. Like it's 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 never far away. And in fact, we had a private discussion where he said something, and I was like, "Wow, if you said that on a show, you would get slaughtered." I can't remember what it was, so I won't. Was it like hateful, or was it just dumb? No, just just dumb stuff. Like he can just whiny dumb stuff that would trigger Kirk, like. Like he's an annoying guy, Mayo. Like he's oh, yeah, a really annoying guy. For sure. Ugly too. Not as lovable but annoying. What? Not as ugly as I thought. He was the, I thought he'd be gross in person. Would you ever have a be a man guy on? Yeah, actually I would. I would. I, I told you that. Did I you did, you wouldn't have heard this story, but I was showing a work colleague some photos and one came up of me and her. recognize them? And she goes, That's the be a man guy. And that's unbelievable. Like, Isn't that that's in Australia. What's your BMN? Give me, give me a BMN. Me? Yeah. Uh, I'll think about it. I don't have one. You don't um, have one off the top of your head? Well, pathetic. Well, because it's kind of childish. I'm not for me to judge. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right. Here's a question for you from Ted. Complimentary football pick from Mike for this weekend. Come on, give us something. Do it, Chris Clamber, and just give us a downright favorite, like like a biggest uh, well, dead cert. Go on a lit. Go out on a limb. I, I love uh, Clemson to beat Georgia Tech money line um, minus one ten, uh, one thousand and ten. Uh, it's such a big number. I don't know how to say it. Uh, you know, organically. And then uh, <laughs> I would maybe lean. Let's see, Ohio State money line over. I like Notre Dame. But Ohio State, I like them better at the horseshoe. So parlay them together and bet it straight up. I think that's 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 quote unquote free money, as Clemmer uh, said to us in the in the in the chat, which was by the way, he did the gambling thing for a week, lost, and then put it put it to the side. But for a week, he was like, "Oh, this is free money. Like uh, this is why people should listen to me, Montanti, and not you, because you lose people money. Like this is free money." I was like, "Dude, shut the fuck up." Okay, good picks. Good picks. Yeah, yeah. also Ohio State money line, Clemson money line. Thank me later. Okay. Um, Is there a betting show in the works with Mike and Dava? So you and Dava from Hull getting together a betting show. No, but I think the I think it is is obviously a Penn owns Barstool. There is a huge, huge, huge lapse. Uh, something to the YouTube show when it comes to it. Um, that that's the biggest thing. That's the glaring, glaring missing thing. So if they're gonna take it seriously and uh, be have be on the average show, this should be on there. A lot of shows should be on there. There should be a routine, whether it's a gambling show just on soccer or just on football. They need to have it, and I would love to join it. I think the person who that should pigeon, you know, pigeon had that or pigeonhole. I don't think pigeon has a real, real thing. Pitch. Would Pitch. be uh, no pigeon. Pigeon's a thing. 
pigeonhole, pigeonhead, uh, would be bi- pigeonhead or pigeonhole. I think. What are you talking thing. about? That's what the context. Pigeonhole something. What, See, what pigeonhole does that mean? It's the thing. What is? But in what context are you using? Pigeonhead is definitely not. Um, no, no, pigeonhole. Yeah, I, I know so what it take, is. You but take the you... reins. You take the reins. As I'm saying, it doesn't pigeon. make sense. It's not pigeonhole. Someone should pigeonhole pigeon. it. Uh, I think the I'm person would pigeonhole it. I'm going to get the definition. Um, the person with the pigeonhole this would be um, used, Vigilance Dave. Vigilance Dave should pigeonhole this. Uh, okay. Pigeonhole is to unfairly think of or describe someone or something um, that is belonging to a particular group having only a p- particular skill. So basically stereotyping, which I know you're good at. Um so using it com- completely in the wrong. So pigeon oh, don't pigeonhole me that in that uh, stereotype. Yeah. But no, I think Vigilance Dave to lead the gambling show will be fantastic. But I would the problem like is version. VD don't VD doesn't commit to stuff. He'll do something for three weeks and he's oh, gone though. He's a flaky bastard. Just but he's go. interesting. I love. Him, I, lo- yeah, I love. Let him, let him float away. You know, float away with his dogs and his. You know. NFL stuff, it's football season, off you go. Um, the only thing I would say was a show like Barstool Pick'em would be great on the network. Just, you know, you should run it and you get get a you know a few people and just every week you give you picks and you keep a tally and that's it. And yeah. if you're all sports, you can just go through the sports and picking, you know, but what drive me, what would drive me nuts if it would be like I would not I would want a solidified cast, like if the only reason you can't show up to the show is if you're dead. And I think that's pretty tough to find in this world. Okay. Uh, true. Um, d- you know what drove me fucking nuts yesterday? Dave Portnoy tweets out uh, something about a-, a tie for Tottenham in the Premier League. Did you see that? A oh, I'll take, call, I'm disappointed yeah. we didn't win, but a tie. And I'm just like, Dave, when, yeah, you, when you tweet out like that, you really come across as a fraud. There are no ties in football. Like, please. He know. He knows. That's that's just him. He, he He's... He's he's trolling people and he's pretending he's taking soccer seriously. But I do like I think it's brilliant for Barcelona, whether it be legend or not, that he's actually going to start following it because it is the world's most big, you know, famous sport. And mm. him being a Tottenham fan is fantastic. Perfect club in London, big club. Um, haven't really done much yet, which is kind of different than his normal teams. But I think the I'm a Spurs fan. View, my brother, my brother-in-law is my. Loosely, my brother-in-law is a season ticket holder, so I've been to White Hart Lane twenty times. My black cats are coming up. Sutherland, but okay, you can tell where uh, his his kind of whole things and make is is going to grow Barcelona over the long run. He did a pizza review recently in uh, New Jersey, Denville, and um, there was a guy who had an accent, um, uh, African American African American gentleman, and he started ribbing him because uh, he was an Arsenal fan. So like you can mm. tell that dude probably never really heard of Barcelona and then saw the content with uh, troops and whatever. And I don't know, Dave, whether he does it on purpose or not, I think he does it on purpose. He is growing it just from getting into these random things. Brilliantly mm. done by him. And Tottenham's mm. the perfect club. Yeah, they're fucking losers. I hate them, Tottenham. I mean, I'm a But they're still a big club, so They're listen. a huge club, but they just can't win anything. They can't win a fucking trophy. You know, they're just perennial fucking losers. They're like All it takes is one winners, just- and then learning becomes a habit. I hope so. I've been saying that for 25 years. Uh, you know, when I met my wife, I had to make a decision. So her fam, family, all huge Tottenham fans. And obviously Arsenal, for those listening in America, is their bitter rival. And they God really is. hate each other. Yeah. And I thought, okay, I could pick Tottenham and obviously be, you know, everyone like me. Or should I go for Arsenal and then, you know, I can have this rivalry. And because I was young and dumb and in love, I picked Tottenham. Now I would have picked Arsenal. Oh, you but can't switch. Back- 
It was too late. So I supported yeah. Tottenham and then Arsenal won the Premier League. They did their undefeated season. And, you know, yeah. still 20, 20 odd years later, nothing has happened. Was Thierry Henry on the undefeated season? What? Yes. Was Henry? He was, right? Yeah. So yeah. when you say you're a fan of the Tottenham, the, how many games are you catching on TV, on the telly? So I haven't been watching as much Premier League the last year or so. Um, but as I said, I've been to White Hart Lane, you know, 20 times. Yeah. You know, went last time I was Oh, you've been, you been that much? Yeah. It's oh, in like cool. tons. Um, oh, so yeah, you're, you're a fucking fan then. That's awesome. That's, that's, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, I've been to um, Emirates. I've seen Arsenal at home. Um, been to some other games. So, yeah, I do like football. Uh, do you, you know, you know, do you know what the second biggest sporting league in the world is now in value dollars? Um, you know, they say sporting league. Does that mean like uh... per game? Say per game. So you got NFL one per game value. Yeah, because I'm saying there's La Liga and the Premier League. Are they like two different things? Yes. Each league, which which is the second oh, I would league. Say, okay, I would, I would say NFL is one. Of them, any sport. Uh, any Premier League is two. Premier League is two. No. Cricket is two. The Indian Premier what? League is now two. So Barstool should get That's into cricket. unbelievable. Um, yeah, so they just sold the, they just sold the rights to this competition for $6 billion. They should, they should ask a couple of their IT guys maybe if they want to do content. Okay, there we go. So um, we're now <laughs> 20 minutes in. We got there. those. You can scratch your cards. All right. Uh, last two questions from Ted Sarandis. Would either of you gentlemen like to be considered for my Twitter circle? 100% Ted. I don't think Mike would be. No, not at all. And finally, uh, would Mike Montante like to join my Asian Minifan club? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Got to keep your enemies close. There we go, number two. All right, so that was all the You asked me the question. Don't ask me the question. You you answered it. Uh, That was all the the wonderful questions. Just great listeners of Minna Fandom. I don't often thank the the listeners enough, but they really keep me coming back every week when I should be, you know, spending time with my family or doing real work. I'm instead here with Mike shooting the shit. Um, So we always wrap up this show with, you know, what are Red's parents and Charlie's, Charlie watching Oof. in heaven. Um, so I'll start to give you if you've been watching anything, but I just started a new show called The Patient with Steve Carell. It's like a thriller. It's on Disney Plus here, but I think it's on something else in America. Oh, it's called terrible. The Patient. Um, so first episode was okay. Um, there's a highly rated show called The Bear on FX. Have you heard of this? About a guy that goes back from, I think, a major city to his small hometown to run the family uh, restaurant. I have not seen I have not seen that yet. So I'm going to start watching that one. And I finished Strange New Worlds, the Star Trek show on um, Paramount Plus. Really good. Really good. There I would go. give that out of 10, 8 out of 10. Mm. And what have you there been you watching go. apart from sport? <sighs> that's about it. Just, just, well, that's it. I uh, actually, to, I don't want to say this too loudly. I should talk about OnlyFans earlier. Um I found myself down a rabbit hole of uh, Jersey Jess, the the little female who fought on Rough and Rowdy. Oh yeah, I, I found myself in a rabbit hole down her OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest, she gives out a month free, so I think I'm on like day 27. So I got four okay, more I days where go. I can where I can abuse myself. Uh, she's about she's about your height. Um, yes, yeah, so I've been doing that. She got absolute cannons on her. Um, but that's what I've been doing. We've been watching uh, okay. this this this. I've been watching that. 
Great, fantastic. Well, great recommendation. You know, watch the finish Strange New World, or we'll put the link to that OnlyFans in the show notes. Um, yeah, Jersey Jess, Jersey Jess, sorry, Jersey my Jess. Jersey Jess, Jersey Jess, Jersey fantastic, Jersey, yes. Okay. So thank you for having me on. Um, I, I'm glad that you, the fact that you just picked up on the comment, which is why I like you, because people would be like, what the hell are you talking about? When I said Barcelona should make some IT people uh, into content. That was very funny. So thank you for that. Thank you for that. Um, we're a good team. It was great to have you on. Um, it's sad that you don't listen to the show. So, uh, but I get well, it. The way, you know? the way I explained it made sense, right? You, you know, my top five. You just podcasts, don't like well, it. You just don't like it. Oh, oh come on! This it's is fine. this is this is ridiculous. No, I, I do like. It. I listen every so often. Um, usually, yeah. yeah. Listen, historically speaking, if there if I ever get brought up, it's it's very negative. So maybe, maybe. But uh, thank you well, for having me on. I had a blast. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy uh, Steve Smith in the studio. You you might have already heard it while you're listening to this, but I hope he does well. Check out um, Jersey Jess. Check it out. And, uh, yeah, I'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, Mike. <laughs>